Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You. We were very successful early on. And when I turned 40 years old, we had just completed our second business and I was on my way to the office. This was August the 1st, 2001. So it's been 18 years ago now that this happened. But on my way to the office, um, a pedestrian was crossing the street to catch a local bus and didn't look my way. And I ran over and killed a pedestrian on my way to the office and it radically changed the paradigm shift of my life. It really made me think through life differently. And in my book, View from the Top, I talk about this being, I was blindsided and I, I never saw this coming and I was praying, God, why would this happen to me? I mean, my, my two beautiful children, my great home, my great business, I feel like I'm doing the right things. And out of nowhere, I get this left hook and I'm like, man, I never saw that coming. None of us is as smart as all of us. Ken Blanchard. Greetings, greetings, and how do you do, my peak performers? How are you doing today? Guess what? It's episode 133 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I'm Henneke Watkins Porto. Today's episode is with Aaron Walker of View from the Top. Aaron is a veteran entrepreneur, having started over a dozen businesses during his four decade journey has been pretty awesome for him. So beginning at the age of 18 years old and selling to a Fortune 500 company just nine years later, that has set Aaron on an adventure of a lifetime. And so I'm super thrilled to have Aaron join us today on The Entrepreneurial You as we talk about Mastermind Your Way to Success. Welcome, Aaron. Inako, thank you for having me today. It's a delight for me to be here. Absolutely. No, before we dive in, am I the only Jamaican that you know? Uh, no, Albert Williams, a gentleman that was one of my first clients, uh, was from Jamaica and an amazing and outstanding entrepreneur. Ah, yes. We, we go hard. As, as they say in Jamaica, go hard or go home, right? And we're not going uh, home, so we're uh, going hard. <laughs> when, uh, when he hired me originally, I said, hey, you think about it, talk to your wife. He goes, think about it, man. I've been thinking about it. Let's get on with it. 
<laughs> and I said, okay, let's go. And so he was a great client for about three years, man. We had a great journey together. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I'm happy that I'm not your only Jamaican friend, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Let's move on, Aaron. So, of course, I mentioned in the intro that we're talking about mastermind your way to success, but I'd love for you to share your entrepreneurial beginning with us and what inspired that. You know, uh, I was uh, I was very young. I was 13 years old when I started working for my dad during the summer. And then uh, I got a full time job. It was full time for me. It was after school. And then a couple of years later, when I was 15 years old, I started working uh, each and every Saturday and then the remainder of the time I wasn't in school. And by the time I was 18, I met a couple of guys that had a lot of money because I was broke. I didn't have any money. I came from a very poor family. We took their resources and my experience and opened our own retail outlet. And a year later, I got married. My wife got out of school. Two weeks uh, out of high school, we get married. And then we go on this amazing journey of pouring all the resources back into the company. And we paid a 10-year loan off in 36 months. And then I repeated that three additional times. And by the time I was 27, I had four retail outlets. And a Fortune 500 company approached me and made me an offer I couldn't refuse. And so it set me on a journey that I never anticipated. And since then, uh, we've owned... This is our 14th business to date, uh, 41 years now being an entrepreneur, and uh, I'm having the time of my life being a life and business coach, and we facilitate mastermind groups. We have 15 mastermind groups, and uh, I'm actually having more fun today than I've ever had in my entire life with uh, the people. We're in eight different countries now. Uh, representation in the mastermind group. And uh, I'm just having a blast helping ordinary people become extraordinary in all they do. Wow. Wow. That is simply amazing. No joke. No, I'm not letting you off the hook just yet because I want to hear a little more about that retail business, right? I mean, what, 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 what was it that you did? And you know, what was your, um, what got you to that level of success? One, what, what you did in that retail business and, you know, to the point that you, you got it sold to a fortune 500 company. Well, when I was uh, 13, my dad came to me in the summer and he said, Hey, you want to help me remodel a pawn shop? And I said, can I make any money? And he said, yes. I said, well, I'm in. I don't even know what a pawn shop is, but, uh, I'm in. So for those that don't know, it's a small, uh, location that you bring merchandise, you borrow money against it, and then you come back in 30, 60, or 90 days, you redeem your merchandise, you pay the merchant back his money, and you go on your way. So it's just a, a, a means by which people can borrow money. And I had no experience, didn't even know what a pawn shop was. Well, I fell in love with this business because it was so diverse. There were so many different things that you could deal with. The people were so amazing. And so when I turned 15 years old, I'd worked there two years and I said, this is what I want to do professionally. So I went to summer school and night school for 18 months and I was able to uh, graduate by the beginning of my junior year in high school. So I was able to work my junior and senior year all day long, every day. And we ended up opening our first pawn shop uh, when I was 18 years old and God just 
blessed it. I can't even begin to tell you how God just anointed this business, and he really blessed what we were doing. And then I continued to open new stores, and I started buying out the competition. And uh, then we had something that a Fortune 500 wanted because they were in Fort Worth, Texas. They had about 300 stores at the time. They were growing through acquisition rather than startup. And so to date, they have about 1,100 stores. Uh, I actually kept the property, and they're still my tenant after 31 years. They're still a tenant of mine, and they've they were just an amazing company and they wanted it worse than I did. And so I made a proposal and they accepted and uh, it put me in a place that I could do some things that I wanted to do with my family and other business opportunities. So it kind of set the stage and gave me the resources to be able to do different things over the course of my career. Wow. Okay. So that story is one of success, obviously. And persons are listening, you know, and think, oh, you know, that's just just a straight line to success. Like there were never any bumps and curves. Oh, no, (laughs) (laughs) that's not true at all. There, in fact, there was uh, many bumps in the road. If I could just say this, a lot of people say, well, yeah, you've had a lot of success. You've owned all these businesses. But see, I didn't then. I didn't have any money. I had to give up two thirds of the business to get the resources to open the business. And I was willing to do that. And Robin and I got married a year after we opened the store. So I was 19. She was 18. And Robin's family was poorer than my family. If you can only imagine, we didn't have anything. And I said, Robin, we can't mess this up. We've got to focus our energy and our effort. And we got to pour all the money back into the business. We've got to pay this loan off. And so we delayed gratification uh, for the greater good later. And so that's the message that I want to share with your audience today. It doesn't matter that you didn't have any money. You can accomplish your dreams. You can accomplish your goals if you'll really hyper-focus on what it is that you're wanting to do. It may not be ideal in the beginning, and it wasn't ideal for me, but it gave me a start. And once I sold that business, I had the resources to do other businesses. For nine years, we took an $18,000 a year salary. And we had two children during that period of time. I could have lived in a bigger house. We lived in a $19,500 condominium the first two years. And then we upgraded to a $79,000 house. And we lived there for nine years while we built our business. And so I just want to say that as your income goes up, don't spend it, right? Don't pour it back into your business and grow something that a Fortune 500 would want. You know, and you said something earlier that was not missed on me at all was that, you know, God anointed your business and I am a, I'm a believer, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman of faith. And so and that for me is just putting icing on the cake. Now, in order for businesses to be successful, you know, no man is an island, no man stands alone. It's important to get together in groups, in masterminds, in, you know, for coaching and all of that. So we're going to segue right now into your mastermind. You have been running a very successful mastermind, Aaron. And so I'd want you to know, take us through what exactly is a mastermind? What do you do and why is it important to become part of a mastermind group? Hinako, I want to go back just a little bit because I think this is an important part of the story that if I leave this out, 
people won't have full context of the reason I'm involved in masterminds. Mm -hmm. So we were, we were very successful early on. And when I turned 40 years old, we had just completed our second business and I was on my way to the office. This was August the 1st, 2001. So it's been 18 years ago now that this happened, but on my way to the office, um, a pedestrian was crossing the street to catch a local bus and didn't look my way. And I ran over and killed a pedestrian on my way to the office and it radically changed the paradigm shift of my life. It really made me think through life differently. And in my book view from the top, I talk about this being, I was blindsided and I, I never saw this coming and I was praying, God, why, why would this happen to me? I mean, my, my two beautiful children, my great home, my great business. I feel like I'm doing the right things. And out of nowhere, I get this left hook and I'm like, man, I never saw that coming. Well, it made me rethink my priorities. And I started thinking in my life, what if that had been me? What if I had been the one that was killed? What would my legacy have been? It would have been poor kid from Nashville, Tennessee, makes enough money to retire at age 27 and nobody cares. And I started feeling extremely guilty about that. And I said, I don't want my legacy to be that. I want my legacy to be Henneco says, hey, my life is better as a result of having been around Aaron Walker. He's encouraged me. He's helped me. He's helped me accomplish my goals and my dreams. And it changed the way I look at success. And what was missing for me was the significance. We had success, but nobody cared but my family. And I said, God, please give me a spirit of significance and so since then, we've changed our outlook to be givers and not takers. And as a result of that, we've poured into the community and we've helped other people accomplish their goals. And as a result of that, listen to this. This is what's so cool. We've been hugely significant, but we've been twice as successful as we have been in any business that I've owned. See, we've got to do business the right way. We've got to do it with the right spirit. And that's what I'm trying to convey to people. So fast forward a little bit in the early 90s, about 1993, 1994, I was at the Curb Center in Nashville, Tennessee, listening to a Mercy Me concert. Sitting in front of me was a friend of mine. His name is Dave Ramsey. And mm -hmm. Dave Ramsey came up to me and he said, hey, Big A, he said, would you consider being in my mastermind group? And I said, I don't even know what a mastermind group is. And he said, just come to my office. I think you'll love this. Well, at the time, Dave was only on one radio station here in Nashville, and I had agreed to be his sponsor. I was his second advertiser. So Dave and I have been together since the early 90s. I was his second sponsor, and I spent 21 consecutive years sponsoring his show, being an advertiser on the show, we developed a great friendship. Well, when I first went into the mastermind group, I was scared to death. I was like, I don't want anybody to know the things that I'm not doing or doing. I don't want anybody to think I don't know what's going on. And he said, just relax. It's going to be okay. So there's 10 people in the mastermind group. Week after week, we would start meeting and they would share. They would be vulnerable and transparent. And I said, this is a safe place. So that's what it provided for me 
for decades, you know, I've been in mastermind group. We spent about 11 or 12 years meeting in Dave's office with these same 10 people. And it taught me how to be vulnerable. It taught me how to be transparent. It taught me that if you let that veil down and you're transparent to a few, how they can help you be successful in life. And there's just so many ways today that I could talk to you at the value of being in community. I start thinking about the accountability and the encouragement and the relationships and the blind spots it points out, how it gives you access and perspective and insight and how you get this affirmation and the spiritual health that you can develop and all the resources and the vision and the mission and the values and the network and the upper limit challenges. Hineko, I could go on for hours telling you the value that these masterminds have given me over the course of two decades now. And that's the reason that today we have iron sharpens iron. Just as one man sharpens another, as iron sharpens iron. And we need these people in our lives today. Well, you know, when you were talking about that paradigm shift, Aaron, if I were in church, I would have shouted hallelujah, you know, because... Shout it, sister. Come on, hallelujah. Let's go. (laughs) Amazing. I'm listening to your story and it's gripping every fiber of my being. And I can tell that it's something that you're truly passionate about from the inside. You know, it's not just something you're doing to earn from, of course, successfully you are at it but um it's something that's coming from the core and i i really like what you said you know that why what what if it were you it's sad that somebody had to go but what if it were you you would not have been here to now be doing what you're doing you know what i mean so i'm really grateful that you are spared and that you are here now to have this mastermind and impact lives now what is the glue that holds iron sharpness iron together in your mind? You know, that mastermind that you're running. What is that glue that is holding all of you together? And what, who are some of the people that are involved in terms of what they do? Um, you know, what their goals are, their vision and so on. Yeah. Thank you for asking that question. It's a very good question. We teach very quickly in our mastermind groups that if you're not willing to adhere to the core values that we possess, honesty and integrity and verity and These are the things that hold us together. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be transparent. You have to be willing to say, hey, I'm going to let the veil down. I'm going to let you guys in. I want you to see who I really am. And when you do, now I can give you advice and help and the other members can circle around you. See, because if I don't know your life experiences, if I don't know what you've, uh, the filters that you've been using and where you've been, I certainly can't help you today. And I certainly can't give you good advice for going forward. There's so many people go into these groups and they have this Facebook persona. Everything is great. I'm making plenty of money. And that's just not reality. The majority of the time, there are many people with addictions, there's substance abuse. Uh, there's relationship fractures, there's financial devastations. And until you trust the people that you're with, and I say you've got to be willing to subject yourself to the scrutiny of people that you trust, and they have to earn that trust. You can't go in there first day. It takes time for people to earn that trust. But once you get there, it is so nice to be able to come to a room and go, now don't tell anybody this. It's like that's understood. We even sign in the beginning on 
NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, to protect people legally because there's some uh, very important people, as all people are important, but there's some people that run very large businesses that we deal with, and they have to have a safe place. And so the glue that holds it together is the camaraderie, the safety, the security, the vulnerability, the transparency, adhering to these core values. You're just in an environment that is uh, conducive uh, for this level of transparency. And once you get there, it's very relaxing because you can go, this is who I am. This is the real person. What is it that you think they walk away with it as far as you see? Well, without a question, I think it's uh, it makes you a better person in your relationship at home. It makes you uh, a better father uh, to your children. Uh, you're better uh, in your workplace, uh, because we stress the importance of honesty and integrity. A lot of the people that we have are solopreneurs and the people that are in my mastermind group are men and there's great masterminds for women, but there's certain things that men have to deal with just like there's certain things that women have to deal with. So my niche market is men because I want to take a man. Listen, the women have become our biggest advocate because they'll say, what have you done to my man? I mean, we're getting back somebody that is absolutely different than when he came because we're saying, hey, we don't want you to gain wealth at the expense of your family. Like at five o'clock, let's go home. Let's be with our family, right? If you can be successful at work at the expense of your family, you'll come home with a pocket full of money to a house full of strangers. And see, I do not want that happening to anyone. My daughter's involved in a all-women's mastermind group, and they talk about things, how they can be good moms and good wives and the things that they deal with. There's other groups that work amazing. It's gender neutral. You know, there's men and women in both groups. So everybody comes away with different things. But we talk about things that men struggle with from a pride and an ego standpoint, substance abuse, you know, pornography is a big deal today for men. And so we're saying, hey, that's going to ruin your life. It's going to ruin your relationship, and let's really be called to task. Let's really be called to what God would have us to do in these situations. So we're hardcore. It's not like a coffee meeting. This is like we're getting down to business. We have an accountability tool. They fill out every single week. There's 10 questions you have to rank yourself in. And then we post those results in your group's Facebook group so everybody can see your level of progress. And we call you out if you're not measuring up to the standard by which you were called. And so I could go on for hours. You know, we have 150 people now operating in 15 different groups uh, in eight different countries. And uh, it is absolutely life transformational. You know, what's so cool is a lot of people uh, have been reaching out to me over the past year to 18 months and they're saying, how are you doing this? How are you scaling mastermind groups? A lot of people will do one group or two groups, but now we have 15. So we created the mastermind playbook and it's to teach every individual. We have a lot of podcasters reaching out to us because they want an additional you know, income stream. They want to be transformational in the lives of their listeners. And so we're really helping them, authors, coaches, and we've developed this course that is absolutely the most involved you've ever seen. There's 30 videos. There's a hundred tools. We've white labeled all the lead magnets and everything you need to run your mastermind group with. And we're teaching people all over the world now to scale, run, 
and facilitate their mastermind groups. Aaron, I listen to you and I'm legit saying you make me want to be a better person. And, you know, I'm actually grateful that we met in person at Podcast Movement earlier this year. I am as well. <laughs> really grateful for that. And it's so interesting that we really were meant to have this conversation because, you know, when, when JLD introduced us and say, hey, um, you know, Aaron is somebody that you should be talking to on your podcast. And when, when that name was mentioned, View from the Top, somehow, as I mentioned to you in the email prior, um, before today, it, that is that it sounded very familiar. And so when I went back to my record, in my email, I recognized that you were actually booked to speak before, but somehow it never materialized because of scheduling and all of that. So we were meant to have this conversation, and I'm very, very grateful that we are indeed having this conversation. You are, in fact, transforming lives. And just persons listening to you right now, you know, on this podcast, I know that their lives are going to be transformed. So for Thank those, you. you're welcome. For those who are on the fringe of, you know, masterminding and considering whether it could be a possibility for them. Just leave your closing thoughts as to why it is important to become part of a mastermind group. You know, you can call it a mastermind. You can call it an accountability group. You can call it a small group, whatever you want to call it. We were designed, God designed us to be in community. Isolation is the enemy to excellence. And if you want your life to be transformed, to go to heights you've never been, you it's incumbent on you to get people around you that you trust, people that can point out your superpowers, people that can show you that Achilles heel, people that can call your blind spots out so that you don't repeat such a flagrant flaw going forward. And when you do that and you subject yourself to these people, your life is transformed and we need people around us to edify us and give us that encouragement. So you can call it whatever you want. I just desperately want you to get into community and you watch your life change. Wow. Community can change and will change your life. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to ask you, Aaron, to share your contact details with us, as well as I know that you have some freebie that our audience members can take advantage of. So go right ahead and share that for us, please. Yeah, thank you so much. The easiest way to get in contact with me is to go to viewfromthetop.com. All of our social media platforms are there. My email is there. I even put my phone number out there. I make myself very available to people. I want to help you be successful at what you're trying to accomplish as well. You can also download some documents that we've prepared. One is a personal assessment. One is a what do I want? And one is a spouse survey. And some of these are very deep and they really pry into your personal life. But you answer these questions and you present that to the necessary people around you that is in your sphere of influence and you watch the transformation to begin. What a pleasure it has been, Aaron Walker. It certainly has been a pleasure of mine to have this conversation with you. Again, it has been transforming, life transforming for me. Listening to you, I do want to be a better person. I do want to improve my own life. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I certainly enjoyed it. Have a great day. And thank you, my peak performers, for tuning in to this episode with Aaron Walker. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until next time, 
you can reach me at hennikawatkisporter.com. Remember, scroll to the bottom of the show notes page of this episode, of course, to claim your freebie. And you can also contribute financially to the work that I'm doing. Now, it's free. You know, this podcast is, is produced free with lots of love with you in mind. But you may contribute if you so desire. Remember, you were born to win. But to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good? Want to start your podcast but not sure where to host it? Go to hennikawatkisporter.com and claim your one month for hosting on Blueberry. Or if you already have your host but aren't getting statistics on your podcast, you can claim one month free stats from hennikawatkisporter.com. Go ahead and sign up now.